Hey, welcome to Student Time. Bringing you Newcastle news and transfer rumours. Uh, first and foremost, I want to apologise. I've been unavailable for the past couple of days. I've been trying to post content here and there um, through the Twitter and the YouTube in terms of the Fantasy Premier League team as well as joining the game. So if you go to Tune Time 1892 for the Twitter account as well as uh, Tune Time on YouTube, there's gone through more content posted there. I'm trying to have as many avenues as possible to communicate. So yeah, I will be continuing with the daily broadcast as well. And, but it's just been a strange couple of days, so I haven't been able to fully sort out um, these broadcasts. Uh, so yesterday was the game, first game of the season against Nottingham Forest. We were victorious and uh, a nice 2-0 win with goals from Fabian Shaw with a excellent uh, 25-yard rocket. Similar to the one he scored against Burnley a couple of seasons ago, I believe. It's the same, exactly the same. He just carried the ball and levered it into the top corner. Both times hitting the post as well. I heard um, some people were saying that how could Dean Henderson be beaten on his near post? It seems to be a weakness of his. But if he hits the post and goes in, more time than that, a keeper can't start that shot. There's, there's no chance. It's, it's unstoppable essentially and uh, the second goal was from Callum Wilson it was a nice death flick over um, Dean Henderson where it was a nice uh, cross ball by yeah so it was a good play from Joe Linton and a nice finish by Callum Wilson um, throughout the game was we uh, we dominated and controlled everything. It was a really brilliant, sustained effort from the from the players. They controlled it from start to finish. They kept Nottingham Forest at bay. Anytime they tried to spring out, they they just parted them fires quickly and effectively. You know they couldn't break through any of the lines. Really, I can't remember really remember them having any chances. I don't remember Nick Pope having to make any saves. And when he was called upon in terms of uh, set pieces, he was controlling that box. Nottingham Forest had one strange set piece where they had all the men run from the edge of the box into it. And Nick Pope just, it's like he just watched them and says, okay, and just collected the uh, corner with ease. I think um, it was it was just a really great performance. The attack at times was a bit blunt, but it's the start of the season. You know, um, Callum Wilson didn't look fully at the races, but he still managed to get his goal. He st- still managed to get into positions where he could have had tappings, but there was that lack of communication or awareness of where he was in terms of being on the pitch. And uh, throughout the game, uh, Bruno. Gamaras and Joe Linton with Joe Work, they controlled that midfield. They attacked as a unit, they defended as a unit, they, they made certain that they stayed composed, they kept the ball moving effectively. You know, if they had to 
recycle the done that if they could break it break the lines they don't they done it effectively the Joe was was had a good couple of carries Joe Linton had an excellent run but he's um maybe memories of his time playing up front came back to the surface when it was time to finish because the composure wasn't there but the fact that he was willing to take on players and he got himself into that position so I don't think anyone can really bemoan him that much it was just unfortunate with the finish he just dragged it it's um, something I know he must be working on and if he can get that composure together because he showed up times last season like when he got the double and as well as that header he scored against um I think Brighton, he scored a header against Brighton in the double. I believe that was. Sorry, the header against Brentford. And I think the double was against Southampton. I can't remember fully. Well, I just remember last season there were times where he showed that composure. Which was. Ne- which I believe it has in him. I think he can get that 10 goal. Uh, target he's got in his head but he just has to relax when he's in front of goal because if he had done that he could have put us up 1-0 in the first half but he just lacked that um, that not killer instinct but that calm calmness in front of goal that ability just to call his call himself down and just nestle it into the back of the net just relax and take whatever the give, the goalkeeper is given to you. But otherwise, it was an excellent performance by him. He was breaking breaking up play, passing effectively, carrying it when he had to. You know, he's been a really effective presence in that midfield. Bruno Guimaraes, he was excellent once again. He was carrying the ball, making. Excellent passes, staying composed throughout, just the usual Bruno things. You know, he's just continuing to grow and become more and more integral to the way that we play. I think he's going to be one of the, definitely going to be one of the standout players who could drive this club to where he wants to be very quickly with the way that he plays and the way that he... um, his presence is just a positive influence on everyone around him that everyone sees when he's got the ball that they can they can move effectively they can make those positive runs because they know he'll find a way to find them you can see it with Miguel Amaran with the way he makes more and more positive runs now there was instead unfortunately Amaran was a bit um there's a bit of bluntness. He wasn't as sharp as he has been in pre-season. Maybe nerves got to him as it's a more comp- is it a fully competitive game now. But he was willing to make the runs because he knew a player like Bruno would find him. And that shows how much he's trusted within the team and how much everyone's looking to him to um, elevate their games. So, it was, yeah, it was excellent. Uh, I was I ran a poll on the Twitter, and there was someone who made a suggestion that maybe I should have included Fabian Shaw, and to be honest, he had actually played well in that game, but the fact that 
the team as a whole just absolutely controlled everything. I didn't even notice what the defense were doing. Is the, the few times that they was called into play, they just handled things really effectively. Um, Shaw was winning his headers. He's putting himself in the correct positions. Uh, there's a couple of times where Dan Byrne shot down like Brennan Johnson and Jesse Lingard with just excellent positional play and also having a decent turn of pace when they tried to run at him. But he had the he caught them off. He didn't try to run with them. He understood if I just run the the correct line, I'll catch them and I'll, and I'll close them down. And that's what he's done. So Fabian Shaw should have been on that pole, to be honest. But it's just one of those things that he was a victim of his own success, that the team played so well that the defence looked like they didn't even do anything. And that's a real great indication of what Eddie Howe is producing, that we're playing front foot football with excellent possession and as well as excellent recovery out of possession. I mean, Alan Sam Maxman was making bursting runs forward and back that's something I've never seen before that he was tracking and making certain he was in the correct position defensively and he was making a lot of better decisions you know there were times where he may certainly use his overlap if he saw that the option was on to attack his fullback he would just pass it back and say alright well let's recycle let's start again and those are the things where before he would just start his maverick stuff and making poor decisions I mean his after ball movement was great yesterday there was a time where I, I did make a tweet where I said he made a poor decision where he should have just squared it for uh, Callum Wilson for a tapping but that happens I think even though we did control everything maybe there were shades of that frustration because we went into the half no no and we had pressured them throughout the whole game at half time and then we came out and we're still pressuring them and nothing was coming of it and then when that happened he didn't make the square I was like oh no he's making those decisions again the poor decisions but then Fabian Shah just went and smashed it in so that that um, shows that he can just maybe he just has to have that more he's developing that trust in his teammates and as that continues to happen then he'll be willing just to have that greater awareness of his teammates so things like that shouldn't be happening even Miguel Amran done it yesterday where he should have squared it at one point for Callum Wilson was in the back force for a tapping but he just didn't do it and that's just that lack of awareness that lack of sharpness and I think that will come over the next few weeks hopefully some attacking um, players are brought in as well to add that competition and that will help you know yeah in a way it, you know it create competition it take a bit of pressure off players as well so the nose like if things ain't working out for me i know there's someone you can uh, be trusted with behind me at the very least um yeah and in that part i meant to say bruno gamirash was named man of the match but for some reason and i saw on the premier league site that Kieran Trippier had been named man of the match, man of the match, and I didn't see anyone calling for him as man of the match anywhere. I mean, Alan Shearer, after match of the day, on match of the day, said that um, Bruno was the man of the match. I think the consensus is it's between him, Bruno, 
and uh, it was between Bruno and Fabian Shaw so I don't know where that came from in terms of Kieran Trippier but he was quite good on, on the day at times he was a bit poor with his set pieces but he was solid defensively same as Matt Target you know um, there was no player yesterday they weren't it still felt like they had another gear to go into at times um, they had Nottingham Forest making really sloppy passes and divering on the ball and when that happened there was just a ruthlessness to the to the way that the team counteracted anything any mistakes any sloppiness they was on, on top of them exploiting it as quickly as they could moving the ball quickly you know when we was out of position everyone knew the position positions that they had to be in they got back into shape and closed things down and moved the ball quickly back into um, attacking positions when we went one one nil up there was no thought to um, start sitting on the lead we kept going for the second but we done it progressively and effectively ma- maintaining the shape going through the progressions going through through the lines you know and cutting cutting through them like a proper unit and it was excellent to see to be honest and it's going to be really interesting against Brighton next week because they had a good win against Man U today you know they bossed them in that first half especially through the midfield the way they was transitioning, the way they was moving, in terms moving the ball, moving the players' movement off the ball. Daniel Warbeck was excellent for the, for Brighton yesterday. You know, it was an excellent revenge tour for him. So it's gonna be interesting next week against them because they look like a a really good unit. The the players all know the positions, they know what they're supposed to be doing, and Graham Potter had a plan for Manchester United just yesterday or today I mean but and um, they're gonna be a tough match but I know it's a challenge that Eddie Howe's looking forward to and I know he's got a plan to um, to exploit any weaknesses that they have and uh, I do believe they can be exploited and we can come out with something from that game at, at the Amex next week so it's gonna be great to see so um moving on to transfer rumors the players previously linked to us in Timo Werner he's supposedly going to be joining RB Leipzig well rejoining them on a permanent deal it was an interesting transfer link but it's understandable that he's going to go back to Germany maybe rekindle his form go into a familiar environment familiar league knows he can get goals there he knows their system roughly it's so it's unfortunate we couldn't get someone of his caliber but we'll move we'll, we'll find somebody as well as Callum hutton Adoy. supposedly he's asked for a loan transfer from chelsea he he's been linked to southampton leeds and wolves i think there's also light rumors of him being linked to us it'll be interesting to see if eddie how could um rekindle that potential that's gonna be flat recently but there's definitely still a brilliant player in there and a lot of growth that can come from him under the right management as well as um, Benjamin Sesko of RB Salzburg they supposedly Newcastle have made a formal inquiry for him so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that um, yeah so 
it'll be interesting if they are making a move for him because he looks like a good player. But I've also heard that the sporting director of RB Salzburg has said that he's not for sale this this year and that Sesco is quite happy to stay for one more season, which he may want to do. Just keep establishing his abilities, grow a little bit more, get more confidence in his game, add a bit more weapons to his game and then make a big move next summer. But hopefully whoever Newcastle are targeting manage to get them in the next couple of weeks and help um, alleviate the pressure on Callum Wilson in terms of worries, worries regarding cover for him if he does pick up an injury. But I think the way he moved yesterday, he's conserving a lot to make certain that injuries aren't going to come to the fore at all. He's looks like he's managing his game a lot more and not going necessarily all out all the time that he's picking his moments and it's, that's what it seemed like yesterday he was just trying trying to pick his moments and move it more efficiently to counteract any um, possible injury so we'll have to wait and see who's brought in or who we're linked to over the next week or so hopefully they manage to get someone through the door but it's um it's a tough time well, more and more options are going to come available now as um, squads get more defined and managers know who they want for the coming season so they're more willing to let players go who they don't plan on playing over the coming season so thank you for listening and wherever you are have a good morning, evening, afternoon or night uh, peace